Welcome to the Key and Mang audio experience where you're here from two up-and-coming therapists looking to enhance the lives of listeners by addressing health, wealth, lifestyle, and overall growth. Tune in to hear the latest lessons learned on the Key and Mang audio experience. Welcome back to the, another episode of the Key and Mang audio experience. Uh, I'm your host, Mang, as always, joined by my wonderful co-host, Key. Key, what's good? What's up, Mang? Ch- chilling. It's wild that it's like 2022 already. Like it's just the year. 2021 went by super fast. It's just wild that we're already in January 2022 already. It was a blur. I feel like it was just like 2019, like yesterday. I know. And then COVID kind of hit and kind of just warped time. Yeah, I had a mask on my face every 2019. <laughs> <laughs> but um, today's episode, we're talking about... Um, books podcasts that kind of influence us um as we're kind of developing into young professionals uh yeah, adults uh growing up i feel like i'm still like trying to figure out this whole adult thing so yeah. <laughs> so um with uh with um 2021 kind of going so fast we kind of wanted to just take a look back at what kind of things we were looking at that kind of influenced us moving forward to 2022. So we got a couple books, a couple podcasts that kind of were influential to us and, and how we want to kind of bring it forward into 2022. So Key, we'll, we'll bring it, we'll start, you, we'll start you off and uh, you can tell us about what kind of influenced you to begin with. Okay, so a book that influenced me in 2021 was The Compound Effect. I actually read this book in 2020. Um, ebook I've read it online and then I was like I should get the hard copy so I read it again in 2021 um and I really liked the book because I kind of fall into wanting to do everything at one time like big big leaps and like want everything right away um and it kind of like reframes your mindset and shows you that like small steps over a long period of time and just being consistent is more beneficial than just trying to take big leaps and get everything done right away um and I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm running out of time, even though I'm young, May, I'm young. Um, so I still have time. So just be consistent with um, what I'm doing day in and day out. And over time, like those small um, habits will uh, make a big difference. Okay. So, young is a strong word. I'm young. Strong word. Strong. That one of you. Strong. I'm of that one of you. Okay. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll ask people and they'll tell you that you look very. <laughs> I'm done. Um, So I think The Compound Effect is actually a good book to read going into the new year or at the beginning of the year, just to kind of reframe your mindset and um, like kind of dial you back into being consistent and taking your time and being patient. Um, So that was a book that was influential for me. And um, I think it applies to like everything. Like if you're building a business, if you're trying to start like a weight loss or health journey, um, going through PT school, I think it applies to all areas of life. So definitely a recommended book to read. What do you think? What do you think is the hardest part about kind of breaking things down and trying to take one step at a time instead of kind of, like you said earlier, doing all the things at one time, trying to get to where you're trying to get faster? Like why does breaking things down in the smaller steps and doing little actual steps like get you to the end goal faster? what's the hardest part of it? Yeah. Like, why is it, why is it like, 
everyone like you you hear all the time like to break things down write things down plan things out do a little bit each day and you'll get to where you're trying to get but why does why is that not as appealing as you know trying to get all the information at one time and and you know what i mean like i guess it's, it's easy easier said than done i'm just curious what you think why it's definitely easier said than i think that's because one is boring it's very boring and um most people are impatient and want things right away. But also, I think when you break things down into smaller steps, it requires you to kind of do things that you're not um, used to doing and probably you're not good at. Like, for example, like we all have like strong points and weaknesses, but when you break down a goal into like as smallest steps, you might want to skip ahead to what you know you're not going to ever fail at that you can like just be successful at. So I feel like just going through those steps forces you to go through areas of like, I guess, uncomfortable, uncomfortableness. So that's my, that's my, at least with me. So what do you think? Well, I, th I think you, you hit that perfectly. I was just, I, I feel like it's, it's so easy to just be like, you have a goal and then you're like, all right, this is what I got to do to get there. But then like, when it comes to the things that are hard or you're not used to, then you don't really want to embrace that like it's 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 you have to be like vulnerable with yourself you have to uh take a step back and and look at how why is it i mean i think it's just having to take a deeper look into why this is making me uncomfortable why don't i want to do this um i i think that's 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 very hard and makes you have to come to like come back down to earth i guess if, if that's an appropriate term and uh, and I think that like kind of just what you just said, it's hard to, it's hard to, to do, especially when it's, you have to do it a lot if you're trying to accomplish something big. Right. And I also think that you don't really see, like with social media, you don't really see people going through their journey. Like you just see them one day, they're like nobody and all of a sudden they're like popping or something. Like, so you kind of aren't really seeing people showcase like they're, downfalls and stuff you're only seeing people like showcase everything that's going well so you kind of like by default want to do that as well but it doesn't work like that so I think that kind of plays into our thought process as well but don't you think there should be like a I don't know if like an onus is the right word but like if you go post like those kind of like big dreams like the things that you've accomplished shouldn't there be like a like this is what I had to go through to get here like this isn't just the product of an overnight success you know what I mean it's like a like a weightlifting goal like you didn't just start benching 225 after just starting to learn the life you got to like build to that and that takes like years I think I don't know if you what your thoughts are on this but I think um there should be I don't know whether it's like on their own site or a disclaimer like this did not happen yesterday like I had to put a lot of work into this and this is how I got here and hopefully someone can read this and be like yeah this is what I got to do to get to this point as well yeah I personally think that makes you more appealing at least to me and I think people people don't want to see well I personally don't want to see somebody that like just pops up out of nowhere and like I guess they're benching like I don't know like 300 pounds I don't really care to see that I would like to see like the journey that was just an example but I would like to see um people's journey I think I I appreciate that more mm -hmm. but also like just I think in like 2022 um there's like a lot of 
pressure to look a certain way on social media. A lot of times people don't even go through the journey. A lot of things are like very falsified. So um, sometimes there is no journey to the show. Like for example, people rent cars just for likes, like like, you know what I mean? Like, so sometimes it really isn't a journey to the show. Um, but I, I rather would see the journey. And also I was just thinking like, as I'm like rebranding my keep it fit stuff, I was talking about this. I wanted to, um, I was thinking about deleting all of my old posts, but then I was like, you know, what, I'm gonna leave it there. Cause I like to see like the progression of like when I first started my page, how it looks now and how it's gonna look next year. So I'm gonna leave everything there. And then I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna scroll all the way down to my page and be like, oh wow, look where she started. So I don't know, I do that to people. So I figured somebody would do that with me too. Yeah, you never know, you never know. Yeah, never know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's how I think about it. Okay. I think that stuff is cool. Like seeing like people grow. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. I think everyone starts somewhere and uh, not everyone's starting points the same, but the steps to get to the top, it seems like consistency, uh, discipline, uh, a little bit each day, a plan is, is part of the step. Seems helpful. Plan is key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the plan is key. Uh, you do that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> I always do that. <laughs> what what book did you want to talk about? Uh, I'm talking about uh, two by Tim Grover, uh, Winning and Relentless. Um, I read, I'm finishing up Winning right now. And then I read, started Relentless. I read Relentless last year and it's by Tim Grover. And he is the, he's no, he's like this like strength coach like business coach uh but he started out training um michael jordan uh kobe and like d wade and like high names like that and he's really big on attention to detail and he's like very methodical very planned out very intense um and he'll he's just very focused and he talks about that like the importance of being focused so you can give the best so he can give the best to his clients and i think those are like he had a plan and he, cause he was talking about like, he tells, talks about how he um, got to like working with MJ and he was like sending letters to the Chicago Bulls, like team trying to get people to, to like train with him. And then they requested a meeting with him and they pulled up to an address. It was MJ's house. <laughs> and so then he had to um, like kind of tell him what he's seeing, what he's going to do to address the, um, uh, address what he sees on the court with MJ because he was getting beat up by the Pistons at this time and he was just trying to get over that hump so then MJ was like all right tomorrow I'll be ready to go and just took off from there ever since like he was ready though the opportunity came and he was ready and I think he, he kind of dives into like how it's important to be like have a plan but then be a little bit better each day and like really focus on your end goal and how you're going to get there and I think that kind of goes off your your compound effect of little habits every single day so until ultimately you get to where you're supposed to be but then not being complacent once you get to the top like someone's coming after you someone's trying to get to where you're trying to get to so it's like a continuous like learning process and I think um it applies to you know he he comes from like the training background but it also applies to like a business a CEO an entrepreneur like I think it um it, it's a good book for getting into the 2022 mindset. And as we try and transition to, you know, we're still in the pandemic, but being able to transition to 
finding your passions and delivering on what goals you said you was gonna accomplish. Right, so how do you think that, like, as you get to a certain point, how do you think that one maintains like a level of like eagerness, like not getting complacent? Like if somebody always wants your spot, how do you maintain like your drive? Um, I, so this is a bit on my thoughts here. I think one, you go back and reflect on where you've been or like where you're at. Um, because I think if you if you make it to the top and then you forget like how you got there, then you're gonna get lost because it was that drive, that passion when you had nothing that got you to the top. And I don't I think it's important to not forget that. Um, and then once you get there, I think it's it's re like erasing the the goals you made or accomplished in the last month, the last year, whatever it may be, and then recreating them and are turning them evolving them into the next big thing but not making goals that you know you're going to accomplish but something that's going to be hard that's going to be you're going to have to grind for and but the same process still applies you still got to have your plan so i go day by day actionable steps little by little and have it build over time and then once you meet those goals you kind of erase and start the process again yeah and do it again do you think like there's a certain this is like something i always thought about do you think there's a certain personality type that like does better at that? Oh. I feel like some people either have them or don't. Well, I guess it depends on like what you want. <laughs> like <laughs> how high do you want to go? I, I guess this would be my answer to that question. Because if you find like with what you have, then you ain't really got to, what do you got to dream bigger for? If you, if you got everything you need, you don't really got to, but if you're someone that's driven and wants to, I don't know, help a lot of people, then you're going to have to like continue to, you're going to have to have that. But I don't think, I think that's something, if you find something that you're passionate about, I think that's something that you can learn. I don't think you have to be like born with it. Yeah. It, it basically depends on what you, what you value and what you want out of. Yeah. Like, I guess your life. Mm-hmm. That's true. I like that. I always thought about that though, because you like you know you see some people like keep succeeding, like they never stop. Mm-hmm. Well, like they like kind of get to a certain point, and, and like you could kind of see their potential, be like, damn, like that's you can stop there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe just like different walks and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Any other thoughts? No, uh, that's it. That's it. Speaking of, huh? Take us to your next one. So speaking of like continuing to like reach new levels. I think that another book, well, another book I want to talk about was The War of Art. And I feel like this is a, it kind of relates to what you were talking about. So basically in the book, it tells you how to get over like procrastination and like um, paralysis by analysis. And basically it tells you to ignore your moods and just do your work. Cause like your feelings are fleeting, like motivation is, not permanent so i feel like with like people like kobe mj um i'm pretty sure there was times they didn't want to get up and work out and put in like eight hours of training but they did it despite how they were feeling so like the work artist tells you different ways of how to get over that and i felt like this is a good book to read also whether you're a business owner whether you're um like a gym rat anything just 
turn off how you feel and do what you got to do. Like, this is something I'm still battling with. Like, I've been trying to get up early <laughs> for the last, like, month. And I literally got a new Apple Watch. I was going to sell my old one. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it and use it as an alarm so that it goes off and I have to get out of bed. And um, I kind of got that idea after reading The War of Art. So um, just, like, turning off my feelings and doing what I have to do um, has really, like, helped me at least this, like, last month and making a little bit of progress in on my life. Turning off your feelings. How hard is that? <laughs> it's I'm, hard for me. Yeah, no, I would say it's, it's hard for me too because I, I feel like I, I know, I'm an overthinker. I'm so, always, uh, I said I'm always in my feelings. Yeah, I, I am too. Maybe it's, it's the cancer in me. But um, I, I feel like it, it's hard to, to, for me at least to, to turn off and turn off my feelings and just uh, get what you got to get done but what do you think like in the last month has helped you like just be more productive in that and, and get in what you need to get done um, Apple has released this new like feature for do not disturb and I have it has like different options so like that's really helped me because I, my phone is always on do not disturb but I have certain calls that I can go through or certain text messages from certain people so I actually made a do not disturb where nobody could reach me and I put my phone on that mode it's called get shit done and I literally will do work for a certain amount of time like time block off my schedule and just do work and that's like been a game changer for me like just like blocking out the world just getting what I'm what I plan to do done um that's really helpful and also just being prepared um so like using my weekends more effectively like not going out and doing senseless stuff not <laughs> things like that so um like using my weekends more productively and um like time blocking and actually utilizing that time the way I said I was going to but that don't mean you can't go out right like you could just have to like kind of plan it into your your schedule yeah definitely but I think that like, I think you need to know yourself. Like with me, if I go out, when I come back home, I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. So I need to get my work done first. And I have a hard time saying no to plans. So like, if somebody hits me, I'm like, hey, let's go to brunch right now. I'm probably gonna go, but I have to do my stuff first. Mm -hmm. So just learning that about myself. I don't really know how, how you are with that, but um, that's how I am. So if I just turn off all distractions, get what I have to do done, I'll feel more better about going out mm -hmm. and um, enjoying myself. Uh, I, I think I've gotten a lot better at, um, at if plans are made, that if I can do it or not, saying no, especially this last couple of weeks. Because I was back home uh, for the holiday break and trying to study for boards. And people would, my brother, my brother was back too, and he'd be like, let's go to the gym. And I'd be like, I can't at this time. I need to go if you go I need to go like later so I can finish up all my stuff and um but the earlier I would be like yeah let's go and whatever the time um but then I'm like if you give me a heads up of when you're trying to go then I'll either wake up earlier or I'll do what I gotta do be more intentional with getting this stuff done that I gotta review and then I'll go but I think in the past if if you would if you would ask me let's go if he came up five minutes before said I'm going to gym you want to go I would have been like yeah every time every time but I think now it's it's understanding okay I, I gotta pass this test and, and so I gotta do what I gotta do to make sure that um 
I've prepared myself for that day and then I can go do the other things. Right. And also that goes into like the war of art as well. Like it talks about resistance and like basically resistance is that feeling that you feel when you don't want to do something. So you kind of got to break through that. So I feel like when somebody asks you to do something and you're like, yes, you're kind of avoiding going through that resistance. Like you're avoiding pushing through. So um, just challenging yourself to actually do that when your body is like basically telling you no, mm-hmm. do something unproductive. Um, I feel like that, that actually builds confidence and actually like creates more discipline. Like you feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. I know when I go out and I like skip what I have to do, so nobody knows this, but in my head, I'm like, damn, like I shouldn't have done that. Like I'm a bum. <laughs> like, that's what I be thinking. So um, I kind of like be hard on myself, but like pushing through that resistance will, will like make you feel like, um, it makes me feel like more confident, like I'm on my shit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like what we talked about earlier with like being uncomfortable, um, and you know, having to uh, realize that oh, this uh, this is an uncomfortable moment, but being able to push through it, like you build more self confidence, like you said, you build more resilience, uh, and just more overall feel better about yourself. That hey, I said I was gonna get this done, I got it done. Now we can. We, we can turn up, we can do what we got to do. Like we can enjoy it. I did what I said I was going to do today. Exactly. I actually listened to a School of Greatness podcast. I know you're about to talk about one, but I don't remember what po- what episode it was, but um, it was something about increasing confidence. And it was like, the more you show up for yourself and do what you tell yourself you're going to do, like the more confident you are because you're not letting yourself down. And I was like, yeah, that's really like, that's really true. So that really, like, I just thought of that. And I know he was about to talk about um, his podcast, but um, definitely like holding yourself true to what you say you're going to do. Um, it makes you feel better. And also I think people like respect you more. Like they know like you're kind of like a no BS type of person. And that kind of, um, re- um, that kind of shows like, the type of person you are and it makes them like, just talk to you a different way or like interact with you in a different way. Because mm-hmm. they know if you like, I like that with yourself. You're not gonna take, like expect anything less of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easier to trust somebody, especially if it's like an online like person. If you know, they uh, say they do what they say they're gonna do, mm-hmm. like, and they can uh, provide results on it on what they've done because of the habits that they've built. So mm-hmm. I think credibility wise, it's, it's it's huge, especially if you're on the online game. Everybody should be an online game now. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Real estate, <laughs> crypto game, key. <laughs> I, I know you. You kind of, you kind of upset, but we will talk about that later. <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of uh, school of greatness and Lewis House, um, episode six ninety one um, with with Kobe. I've been on a big like Kobe kind of tear ever since he passed. Um, I, I, when I was younger, like my family's a big basketball family, but when I was younger, my family like hated Kobe. And so I naturally like hated Kobe also. I didn't understand. And then I get older and I understand. I was like, oh, this man works at his craft every single day. Like he said, he did what he said he was going to do. And kind of like the how of how he got there, I think is like, that's what's inspiring to me. And I think it's, it's like, it's simple stuff. Like, like we said, it's, it's, having a plan, executing every day on that plan, uh, asking questions, being curious, figuring out how to get to the, the top and then maintaining it once you get there. 
because uh, everyone's going to be coming chasing after you. But on that episode, um, he kind of just kind of outlined his his journey to get into where he's at um, when he was young, how he like couldn't score a bucket and then like started working on. He's like, OK, I need to get better at my mid-range game. So all summer he worked on a mid-range game, goes back to the camp and starts scoring a little more. Starts working on his candles, starts working on a three-point shot. And then in high school, when he's all done, he's number one player in the in the country. But that didn't start, you know, at 13, he sucked. <laughs> like, at 12, he sucked. And he just kept working on his craft because he had a plan, and then he didn't stray from it. He just kept working at it. And then you get to the, he gets to the league, and he's doing what he does. Um, he doesn't start out playing immediately, but he just keeps working at it. And then he's he's Kobe. And then, um, you know, after he retires, he drops 60 on his last game. And, and then he wins a, he wins a, what is it, an Oscar. He opens his own studio and creating all these short films and, uh, and books and stuff. And, you know, he just continued to redefine his goal. Once he figured out what his goals were, he started working towards them. And then once he got them, you don't think of an NBA player going to write stories and stuff and then winning Oscars. Like, that's not how it's supposed to go, but he was dedicated to his craft. He surrounded himself with a team of experts, and I, I and he just continued to get better. And then it's the end result. Um, and I think it's just again, it was just about hearing that kind of process because I I love in the episode how he kind of laid out like how he started and how he got to where he was at because I think that process, like we've been talking about, is for me it, it, it's like and you it, it's fun to hear to hear how someone goes through their journey and a lot of it is applicable in any aspect or any field that you're going into so that that's one I've listened to quite a bit because I, I want to be like I want to make sure my processes are on point like that too to to get to where I'm trying to get to right and at first you said it's simple stuff which is like it is simple stuff but it's hard doing that day in and day out like I don't know um, I feel like that's where like people kind of get discouraged, like especially like for example with New Year's resolutions right now. Like people are starting off strong, but a couple of weeks is gonna get really hard. Even though it's simple things, just to make a plan and kind of do what you have to do every day. I feel like doing that over a long period of time is like where you really like see like like who you really are and if like you're truly meant to do that or if you truly want to do that. It kind of tests like like what your passion for you is and what your values are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that's pretty cool. But once you once you get past that and you kind of get into a groove, um, that's how you know like if that's what you want to do or not. Mm-hmm. All right. So after listening to the Kobe podcast and then also reading um, Tim Grover's book about um, working with these like high level athletes, um, did he like say there was like a personality difference or if there was any difference working with like LeBron versus Kobe versus MJ because I think that plays a lot into like the debate of who the GOAT is. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't work with LeBron. He worked with Dwayne, but he got insight into uh, LeBron. Like I think working with Dwayne, but I think what he said um, in the book was that MJ knew like when to stop. Like he'd get his stuff done. Like he would do whatever Tim wanted him to do, and then once it was done, it was done. Like then he's moving on to the next thing. Um, but he'd show up every day like he was like I think there was like one story I think they lost in 95 like when I when he came back in 95 they got swept by the magic I believe and then 
Tim was like to MJ because he just come back from baseball. So he, he was in baseball shape, not basketball shape. And his legs were like tired. Like it, he, they, he wasn't ready for like basketball, like playoffs. And so um, he mentions that uh, Tim was like to MJ, let me know when you're ready to, to get to work. And he's like, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> like they had just lost the, uh, <laughs> they had just lost in the, in the second round and then they got swept and he was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. But when he's, when he's, uh, when it was time to be done with the workout or whatever, he was done. Whereas I think with Kobe, he says, when it was time to be done, Kobe wanted to go more. Like Kobe was more and more and more and more and more. Like he didn't know when to stop. And that, that I think that's also part of his greatness. Like he wanted, he didn't have the gifts that MJ had athletically. So I, but he worked really hard to, to make sure that he was good at everything. So I think that's, that was the main difference that I caught when reading these books and kind of listening to what, how Tim describes the, the two. How do you think that, like, do you think there's pros and cons to being like that? Like, not as an athlete, if you take somebody with that same personality and put them in, like, um, like, as, like, a business owner or, like, an entrepreneur, like, something different other than sports. Do you think there's a con to that, to being that way, like, so obsessive? Um, I, I think sometimes you... I, I, this is a generalization. I don't know if this is actually true or not, but I feel like if you're that obsessed, um, which is not a bad thing by any means, but I feel like like the relationships that are close to you, like your family, like if you have a, a partner or you have kids, like sometimes that can get lost along the way of you trying to get to where you're trying to get to. And it's not intentional, but that's like that you have to be really aware of how the other important people around you are doing with your journey to getting to where you're trying to get to. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like that, that kind of like, like there's no, there's no, it's like no middle area. Like you're either that obsessive and like your relationships suffer mm-hmm. or like you kind of have to dial it back and still like have those relationships. But I think at the end of the day, it comes down to what you value. You know, there's some people that are like high achievers and like, they only care about their success, which isn't, isn't a bad thing, but then like you kind of see like they don't, like certain relationships they don't have, or, like their family dynamic is um, pretty, like not, not what you would ideally expect or want. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely comes down to what you want. And that's kind of like my fear. Like, I don't want to be like, so like tunnel vision that like I miss out on certain relationships, but at the same time, like, I feel like, I also want like high success. So it's kind of like a, a battle. It's conflicting low key. Mm-hmm. But I think if you, if, if people understand like what you're trying to do and they support you, I think that's a, like, that's a good like first step. And I think it's on the person to be aware of, Hey, this person has been rocking with me since for X amount of years. Um, they understand what I'm going through. I got to make sure that I, give time to them and make them a priority as well because they've been supportive of my goals my dreams for for this whole time and I need to give them the same um time priority yeah yeah I agree it's still it's it's cool it's very hard where do you think you fall in terms of like knowing when to stop versus not knowing when to stop (laughs) Uh, I think I'm more on the, I think I'm more on the, 
when it's time to stop, I'll stop. Like, I, I think I'm trying to be more intentional about being like, getting my stuff done in the time I've allotted to it. So limiting distractions, being focused on that one task. And then once it's done, it's done. And uh, I'll try to move on to something else or take a break. And uh, I, don't, I feel like when I do something and I'm not my, I'm like, I'm like tired or like, I, I'm not, I'm reading the same thing over and over again. That's why I'm like, all right, we gotta, I gotta stop because this is not productive. Like I'm not getting anything done and it's just wasting time. So I, I think I'm getting a lot better at, at that and recognizing when I'm not being productive anymore and taking a break and then coming back at it at a later time. Right. So my thing with um, that, I'm kind of the same way, but then I feel like there's not enough time in a day. Like, and that goes back to like the compound effect. Like you can only do like, but so much. And like me feeling like there's not enough time in the day. I feel like I want to do like so much at one time, but then it becomes like not productive or conducive to my long-term goal. So like, say like I get off this podcast with you and I'm like, I want to get a lot done. Like I'll like go really hard today. And then that kind of wears me out for tomorrow. And that's not like doing like the compound effect. It's like, it makes you inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a battle for me as well. Like trying to figure out like when to stop and um, like limiting myself so that what I'm doing is like productive and it's not gonna determine the next day. Does that make sense? That, that does make sense. I guess I'm just thinking about how, um, like how do you go about finding like when to stop then, you know what I mean? So that doesn't drain you for the, for the next day. Right, exactly. Because it's a, it's, it's a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> yeah, probably more if it does. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's my thoughts. All right, you got, well, you got one more to, to talk about? Oh, The Go-Giver. I actually like this book. Somebody sent it to me. Um, I love when people send me books. I think those, that's a really cool gift. But um. The Go-Giver talks about different like laws that can be applied to um, business, but I also think it applies to life in general. But the law I wanted to talk about was the law of authenticity. And in the book, it said the biggest and most valuable gift you can offer is yourself. And I think this is so true because um, like the way I view it is people are either going to love you or they're going to hate you and you can't really make everybody happy. And also... Um, nowadays, like especially with business and ownership being um, something everybody wants to do, there's but so many ideas that are different. But what is really different is who you are. Like so, um, me and you can offer the same service, but what's going to attract people to you is is you being yourself. And I think people can sense that you're not being yourself. Like when it comes to like content or just like when you're out interacting with people, I feel like as long as you're yourself like you can't go wrong and like that's like the best thing you can offer somebody because it's genuine and it's like no gimmicks nothing so um, I really like that law and I think that um that's kind of like how I've always been I think I'm very authentic and whether you like me or not like that's just 
I'm still gonna be me. So <laughs> I really like that part from the book. <laughs> All right, let me let me ask you this. Um, if someone were to hop on to your on Instagram right now and follow or look at your page, uh, what would they be able to tell from your page? Like what's what's your personality like from your Instagram page? My favorite color is red. They would probably know that. <laughs> I mean, looking at your room, they would probably <laughs> they'll probably see that. Um, let me see. I think that they would probably see that I'm like creative, like just by my um, Instagram name, like my little keep it fit, like little play on words. Mm-hmm. I'm very like witty like that. I think that that's what they'll notice. But in terms of like content and stuff, I don't really know. I don't know. What would you want them to, to see if they if they came across your page? Um, that I'm well-rounded. Like, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people are like PT, like they get really tied up in like PT. I feel like I just want to be, like have my hands and everything. Like, like, I like exercise, I like cars, I like talk about money. Like, I feel like you kind of get that sense from, probably not my Keep It Fit page, but my Keep It 100 page. Um, so I'm kind of like, try to show like a more holistic like lifestyle view so i'm just being like well-rounded and knowledgeable in different aspects i think that's kind of like the idea you'll get and if you watch my stories like it's not all like business all the time like it's kind of you know jokes and stuff so i kind of try to bring that aspect to it um i don't know if it's gonna bite me in the butt later but it is who i am you know yeah you said it's you (laughs) like i'm saying like That's the best gift you can give to yourself and you can give to the other, to the people that you that you're working with or the people who come across the page. Exactly. So I think I think you'd probably be intrigued by my page. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, plug it. Plug plug your we'll plug we'll plug your Instagram on the in the show notes and uh, plug yours too, Doc Mang. Uh yeah, that's that's uh I will. I will. I will. By the time this comes out, my Instagram name will probably be changed. So, yeah. I better see it. Oh, uh, you will. It, you know, once uh, once it becomes official, official with this. Uh, you know, we got our um, we got an e diploma on Friday. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> a what? An e diploma. What is that? They, they sometimes our diploma via email, and they're gonna mail it to us in a couple of weeks. And I was like. Eh. All right, made it through PT school. <laughs> like that's done. Yeah, I honestly they sent my diploma like <laughs> two months after, and I was like, oh, I'm over this already. Like, pay me more. That's how I felt. This is nice and all, but like, where's the return on investment? <laughs> that's a whole other story. But it was nice to look at. I'm like, this is an expensive piece of paper. It could have like felt a little better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean my, I, I sent it to my fam and they was they was hype they was hype but then i was like yeah yeah I, to me it's not really that yeah I mean, on to the next right huh i'm like on to the next like what's next yeah for real it's like <laughs> i was like this just proves that i can you know take a test and do zoom tests online i mean zoom <laughs> practicals online like, like <laughs> so i mean we're just trying to perfect the craft and uh try and make this roi uh worth it yeah basically <laughs>
don't know. I was on like a little high after after graduation though, like just being done with school and stuff, but it didn't last too long. That's how it works. You you celebrate a little bit and then you move on to the next thing that you got to accomplish. Yep. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have enjoyed it a little more, but yeah. I think yeah. that you'll have more. You'll have more moments. Yeah, definitely. Will. What does your hat say? GBD. Get better daily. I'm <laughs> saying <laughs> <Okay>, what? <laughs> what did you say? No, I say gang. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, uh, it's one of the like one of the dudes from Alaska. He started his own basketball training company, and his brand is GBD. And I I like the the mission, and he's doing a lot for the kids back in Alaska. So I rock with it. That's dope. We should fuck that too. Uh, I will. I will. I will. Okay. Okay. But you know, I think that's another another great episode. We're making moves, Key. We getting better. We getting better. Um, all 2022 all 2022 um but i appreciate y'all listening and we'll catch y'all on the next one bye guys thank you for tuning in to another episode of the king and mang audio experience make sure to subscribe give us a five-star rating and review and we'll catch you in the next episode